once you start, that's the problem. They don't tell you that you got to come out on the other side. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 75 somehow of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. This is episode 75 and welcome to Oblivion. Uh, yep, yeah, carry on. Man. Sorry, Sean, I'm just so excited because this week we are joined by a wonderful human soul and musician in the form of Matthew Leon of Medina Lake. Yes, absolutely lovely, lovely chap. I was lucky enough to tour with Medina Lake back in like 2008, 2009, I think. Oof. And um, yeah, absolutely lovely, lovely boys. Yeah, literally. So Medina Lake are a band who hold a very special place in my heart. Such a big influence for me growing up. And this conversation is a lovely reminisce and reconnect with Matthew after Sean and both myself have uh, gone to know him a little bit more personally over the last few years. And He's just going to touch all on the mad world of Medina Lake. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, we just kind of like broke down and had a good chat and we just went back and forth making each other laugh. And mm. it was um, it, it was really nice during these um, tough times. Um, but yeah, I just want to mention there's two points that we we don't really touch on the story. And that's because they've either been done to death or you can go online and find out about them. Um, yeah, he mentions a bit about going on to uh, and he said some shenanigans happened. I believe the boys from Medina Lake and Coed and Cambria got in a bit of a tussle. You can find out about that online if you Google Medina Lake and Coed Cambria. And um, also we didn't touch on, um, just because I didn't want to really bring the bring the old tone down, but we didn't touch on the time uh, Matthew got attacked and beaten up and yeah, he had to have a bit of his skull removed to stop the swelling. So yeah, we didn't bring that up just because it didn't want to kill the vibe because we were all having a really, really, really good time. Yeah, it was a complete feel-good conversation and a celebration because today marks the release of Medina Lake's first new track in nine years, Playing With Fire. It's available on all streaming platforms like Apple Music and Spotify right now. So after you listen to this episode, make sure to check it out because they're going to be talking all about working towards a new 
EP, what the future actually entails for Medina Lake. Now, uh, their journey from the early days to their breakup and reunion, the artistic background of the band, connection with their dedicated River People fan base, charity work with Charity Bomb, being a part-time Brit and just incredible laughs in between. Yes, yes. What a great chat. Um, yeah, it was super, super good to see him. And um, yeah, it's very, very exciting that they've got new stuff coming out and they plan to do more. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, um, I'm literally over the moon that Medina Lake are teasing shows and new music and everything. And again, a massive thank you for Matthew to take time out of his uh, schedule working on all this from his home in the US uh, while, we, while we're all still in lockdown with COVID-19. Yes, we are. We are very much locked down at the moment. Um, When will this end? Who knows? But while we do, um, while we're all stuck here, why not check out any of the other 74 episodes of the podcast if this is your first time ever listening? I'm sure there's something for you there. There's literally something for everybody over all the guests we've done so far so yeah please go back and check out all the other episodes of sapling podcast and share rate like subscribe and write the lovely lovely comment and review where possible please it's only lovely if you write anything negative sean and i will find you when this is all over because we're not allowed out of the house and we will show you how sad our faces are but if you want to see how sad my face is all the time and Sean's smile, why not head over to our social media pages at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, they are available at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Um, I was quite proud of that segue. Yeah, it was good. It was good, Mark. It was good. And okay. it's a shame we've had to ruin it by doing this bit saying how good it was. Oh, sorry. But if you head over there, no, you can check out with everything but, and keep up to date with the world of Sapping Podcast. But... If you want to get that little bit more intimate with us, not in that way, head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes, please do. Um, Yeah, your support would mean the absolute world to us, especially through this crazy bloody time that we're going through. Become part of the sapnin community. Yeah, we've created uh, a beautiful, beautiful monster. Um, I've never seen so many people looking out for each other and just being all round general badasses and lovely people at the same time. So, yeah, thank you very much if you're already a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash happening. Yeah, um, I think it's safe to yeah. say, like, even though we love making these podcasts and reconnecting and meeting musicians and everything, one of the proudest things we have done is create that community uh, in our Patreon. So please head over and check it out. Everyone is absolutely lovely And through these hard times Everyone is gearing each other up With positive thoughts Hanging out with each other virtually On Zoom calls and whatnot And it is just the best place To feel loved So patreon.com forward slash Sapnin And in these hard times Of course every creator is going through uh, Struggles and stuff So if you can spare the price of a cup of coffee Or whatever There's a bunch of little goodies We'll give you back in between as well So yes, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin To check it out Yes tidy yeah so um yeah head, uh, i know we mentioned socials earlier but uh if you've got any ideas for guests um from any walk of life tag them on the socials and tag us but make sure you tag them for god's yes, sake the, the amount of times people have been tagging somebody somebody literally dm'd me on instagram going oh you should get blink 182 well um we're oh, in never i never I thought like, oh, of you that don't, you, what you don't think we're trying that you don't think that we've Unbelievable. I love, I love the fact, and I, I think it's just testament to us, Sean, that people think that, you know, 
Mark Hoppus is just waiting for our invitation. And you know what? He can wait some more. Um, but before we get into this conversation with Matthew, one thing I did want to mention very quickly, as because we've talked about it a lot on previous episodes, is 2000 Trees Festival. Oh, um, it was yes. announced this week that sadly they have had to postpone the whole event until next year of July 2021. But if you have purchased a ticket, that will get you into next year's festival. I'm gutted. It's going to feel wrong that there's no 2000 trees this summer and of course me and sean we're really looking forward to doing these sapling live events but um who knows hopefully we can do stuff again next year and when we're actually loud outside of the house and in a room with people yes um yeah like i said like i said online um our live shows I've already paid the invoices for yeah. the backflipping tigers and all the pyro. So what I'm going to have to do is wait till next Thursday now at 8 p.m. I let all the pyro off then for the like the NHS clap. Okay, good. Um, but the, the the tigers, they've said I can have for a whole year, so I've got to keep. I've got to keep some you, tigers. Where are you keeping I've those to, tigers? It, it's a garage at my parents' house. So if anybody's listening and has got loads of cat biscuits, um, get in touch with us at Sapling Pod and we can see how you can get them to me so I can keep these bloody big cats alive. Yeah, just Also, don't... I'm growing a mullet. <laughs> I haven't watched that Tiger King show, but I think I'm slowly turning into Joe Exotic. Okay, well, A, I'm glad you're not sending me any of those tigers because I think nope. that one of them would eat me. And B, I'm also glad that you didn't uh, purchase them from Carol Baskins. Because I hear... No, I didn't. I hear online that allegedly... She's not a nice person. I don't know, but that's what yeah. I'm reading. Yeah, rumour is she's a right bastard. I yeah. think that's the term, Carol Bastard Baskin. Oh. Um, it's definitely a B word, but I can't remember. Oh. Um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah. Wait, well, speaking of rumours, there's a rumour that this episode is going to be fan-bloody-tastic. I was waiting for you to pun one of their songs again, and I was going to pun you in the face. Well, next, next time I saw you, obviously, I'd have to remember that. Right, I'm going to save up all of these puns you've done, right? Hmm. And on seeing you for the first time, I'm going to have to beat you up for a video. Okay, well, there is... Which will be available at patreon.com for what's happening. Yes, well, there is true love between me and Medina Lake. But to let you off, Sean, uh, let's get out of here and go straight into the conversation. Yeah. Sapnin. Play the interview. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Yes! yes. Uh, this week's guest is bassist, vocalist, and all round great human being, oh. Matthew Leon from Medina Lane. Yes! Yes! Hey now, I didn't expect such a <laughs> touching intro. Thanks for that. Oh, it all goes downhill from you. <laughs> it's all folk. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, how are you? Yeah, like as as we were discussing in our uh, pre-show. <laughs> yeah, you're giving away the magic. You're giving yeah, away the magic. <laughs> Above average. I'm enjoying this uh, little lockdown. I, you know, I shouldn't say that because you know people are getting hurt and all that. But you know, I, I always use levity and always want to like you know find the bright side of something. And I think in this. Ever since the digital age, I'm so old, you know, I'm like the kid that grew up without a, you know, email. Yeah. <laughs> and it was wonderful because you had the, you know, family around all the time. You could run around the neighborhood. There were, nobody was filming you. You know, nobody could ever contact you if they wanted yeah. to. It was brilliant. You could just go away and nobody could get hold of you. Totally. And man, we took advantage of that. Jesus. <laughs> so this time kind of reminds me of that you know it's like we're just at at, at home chilling and work-wise i mean you know everybody's working from home which means they're really not working so (laughs) (laughs) pretty much Uh, yeah pretty much but no but thanks for taking the time to have a chat with us it's uh great to see you on this virtual meeting on zoom and whatnot but yeah just taking the time yeah, pleasure, man. You too. It was great. It was great to hear from you. I was really happy when you reached out, Morgan. Oh, I I, uh, I married one of yours. Yes, you did, Vicky. Mm. Yes, you did. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I was telling Morgan before we started. Like, um, yeah, I met Vicky at Pulp like years yeah. years ago. Probably like I don't know, like a couple of months before you probably met her. I guess. Yeah, absolutely lovely. And um, yeah, you've got you've got a kid as well, haven't you? Oh my god, the funky little monkey man! <laughs> awesome, awesome. How are they? Fantastic, man. So it's a it's a pretty wild setup. Um, we're still we're you know I've never really been known for my decision making skills in life. Thankfully, Vic excels in that department. But uh, we do six months. We live over there for six months in Manchester, and then six months. Oh, we were I wasn't going to admit this, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> the whole backstory there, but so the, the funny thing about it is, like, so I, I'm in in my house now, and uh, working in in our office. There's Nathan 
over there. And his house <laughs> is right through that window. It's like literally right next door. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Always keep an eye on it, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have a football goal like right between the two houses, you know. Nice. Oh, incredible. And awesome. Both have two-year-old kids. So, you know, got the water balloon fights going and it's great. So have you all been doing quarantine together? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Vic is taking it very diligently and, you know, doing, like I said, the right way. We play fast and loose with the rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you can't be in a rock band and not be expected to be a little bit. Way. How did I not even think of that excuse? <laughs> I'm in a rock. Oh, I'm a rock. Yeah. I'm a rock <laughs> legend. I can do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that part's over. Oh, like, like I genuinely don't believe any of Motley Crue could be killed by coronavirus. Surely. <laughs> right. There's other viruses and stuff you thought would have gotten first. I mean, I like. I don't even think age can kill Mick Mars. I think Mick Mars is going to go forever. Time is going to lose to Mick Mars. I think. <laughs> Time is just going to say. <laughs> yeah. How is he beating us? Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy. Yeah, I found. I found just being stuck in like it's not. It's not really that different to band life when I'm home anyway. Like when I was home before, all my friends are in work. You got nothing to do anyway. Yeah, totally. I can't believe it's been five years since you guys uh, kept the chips in. Yeah. So it, that uh, means it's, uh, by my calculations, a reunion time. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, we've discussed that on um, on earlier episodes of this with other members mm. of the band. Um, but, yeah, they might... Well, I can't say much. I can't say Don't anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Don't uh, give him hope, Sean. Yeah. Don't give him yeah, hope. Come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to all four of the people that still want to see the blackout. I'm not getting them wound up. Two of them live in my house. So, um, yeah, they could probably hear this. So they're like, what? Um, but speaking of reunions, of course, Medina Lake, back with your first track in nine years, playing yeah! with fire. That is out today nice. when this is be released. Yes. Uh, yeah, May, May, May 1st. May 1st. Yeah, the single is out. And then uh, we're going to do... We're going to release an EP three, three or four weeks after that. And then uh, we're going to, once they, we're, we're actually booked for some, some shows that we're not allowed to announce yet. Okay. Whether they're going to happen or not is still to be determined, but they're over in, uh, in England, of course. So. Ooh, nice. So I, Ooh. I can't wait for that. <laughs> how, did, how was it? Um, yeah, getting back. To, is it the original lineup again? The only uh, component missing, and I mean, it's a, it's a big component of, of the band, but uh, the G Wizbot, well, that's what I call him, Dan, <laughs> our drummer. And, and, you know, he was like one of my very best friends. Um, he, he had a hard time for a minute there and decided it was, it was best to, I mean, we still, that's the thing about the four of us. Like, you know, we, we're, we made it through all of that shit and we're still friends like super close friends you know um and we we all decided even you know collectively and it probably wasn't the best thing for him and so for the past you know we we've done some shows here and there uh over the past few years and one of our other super close friends 
from Chicago forever. Chris Mason is our drummer. So yeah, he's playing drums now and it's, it's great because once you get distance from something, I don't know, it, it enables you to see or feel a perspective that when you're in it, you know how you know how to do oh, it. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly like I spent all of the time I was in the blackout making fun of the fact I was in the blackout, right? So like <laughs> like if we if we went on Radio One and they were like, Oh, so yeah, next up we're gonna play a new single and I'd be like, Oh, don't play that rubbish. Can we put <laughs> Rolling by Limp Biscuit on or you know, something else? Right? But it was only it, it was like a year or two after when I was like I'm gonna have a li- I'm gonna have a little look. So yeah. I went on the YouTube. I went on the YouTube that all the kids use nowadays, yeah. and I typed in the blackout, and I saw some videos, and I was like, I wish I was a kid because I would have loved these. These are brilliant. <laughs> these are unbelievable. We were amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fat blonde one who keeps telling jokes. He's all right. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. So yeah, I-, I went from being like always kind of like self-deprecating to like. Oh no, we were okay. I can understand why people might have liked this. Um, but yeah, yeah, and then, and and obviously you get the the yearning to do it again. Then, so yeah, how was how was writing together again? Fantastic, because you know, and one of the things that that, that perspective phase has given me is like, I, I never, I was never able to enjoy the the experience of being in Medina Lake because I was. I'm, I'm the guy in the band who does all the business, like handles all the logistics and, you know, yeah. does, you know what it is. There's, there's that kind <laughs> of band that, you know, every band has. The, the, yeah, that, was, the, that was Gavin in ours. Yeah. Gavin used to okay. do ours, yeah. So, you know, I was always, you know, just focused on the next thing and the next thing and how are we going to get from this point to this point to this point. And I never, like, until I got, my ass kicked and I was sitting on a couch for a year recovering, you know, I was like, shit, I should have enjoyed that more. And then we did, I think an abbreviated album cycle after that with world war three, it was like, um, I was enjoying it, but like with a limiter because, you know, I didn't, I totally wasn't really ready to be physical, physically active again. Um, and now all the, all the stakes are off. Like now it's like, oh, we, we don't have to worry about keeping our record deal and keeping our agent and writing our manager for, you know, get us on whatever tour. It's none of that pressure. We can just do it as and when we want. And like you said earlier, we have the same self-deprecating, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so we were like, man, all right, we'll, we'll post this and we'll see if three people, see if we get three likes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, it turns out that there was you make a pretty good reaction to it so oh, yeah no i've seen so many people excited now that there's fresh music and it must just be a fresh energy for you to to feel that again that kind of buzz of having something ready to come out yeah totally i i, I really miss that especially when it's something you you love and uh this is a pretty pretty gnarly ep i mean we've got one song on there i think it's like eight minutes eight or nine minutes you know wow Nice. Just eight or nine minutes <laughs> something like that eight or nine minutes <laughs> yeah and self indulgent a little yeah self indulgent like yeah at this point who cares you know <laughs> yeah oh no no I completely agree that's what we found now like um basically it's me and one other member of the blackout have started a new band called Raiders and 
yeah, we're just finding going into a practice room. Bob's coming in with riffs and song ideas, and we're just jamming them, loving it. And it, I think it's translating live then better as well. I'm finding, like, because oh. we're enjoying the creating process and the rehearsing process. When it comes to the live show, I think people can kind of see it a bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we started playing shows again, and I was like, I don't care if nobody turns up; it doesn't bother me at this point. Like, whatever. They all um, the pressures removed. Yeah, yeah. Let's just literally let's just have a laugh. Yeah. All the boys have a laugh. If something happens, cool. If we get a cool tour, like last year, we were lucky enough to be asked to do um, funeral for a friend. Did three shows. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. So they asked us. They asked Raiders. Well, they asked the Blackout to get back together, but the Blackout said no. <laughs> and um, Raider said yeah yeah we'll do it yeah yeah of course we'll do it yeah I'd love to play to an audience and um, yeah it was it was it was amazing it was just it was fantastic not to stir up controversy but is there one particular blackout that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is yeah the thing is the one particular member right who is stopping the blackout reunion is in the new band with me wow Talk about a plot twist. Yeah, talk about a plot <laughs> twist. Um, his, re- his reason for not doing it is because we've, he, well, he, well, we've, I'll say we, because me and him, we've already like mourned it because it was, it was kind of so hard the first time to end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We'll, I think both of us went through quite a tough time having lost it because we were both kind of lost of what to do next. You know, going back to what you said earlier, that's actually a really, you know, nobody uh, not in a band would empathize with this and they would just be like, you know, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there should be some something for coming out of the other side of being a touring musician. Because, yeah. you know, we, we toured for like eight years or something. And I mean, I, you know, I remember, you know, we would have thanks, Thanksgiving. I know you guys don't have that. Yeah. It's about you know, our country or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Giant turkeys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but like we, we would have that, you know, at at somebody's, like some fan's house, wherever we were on tour, you know, and then I remember coming home for Christmas and I was using the gentleman's room with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> with, you know, family, extended yeah. family, step family. Someone walks by and I'm, you know, I forgot you're supposed to close the door, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, just show them a pass and hope they'll go away. Leave me alone. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. Totally. <laughs> um, normal life. Yeah. But, but speaking of normal life, you guys had a kind of break for four years after your farewell tour and then came back in 2017 with a lot of the shows over here in the UK. You played Slam Dunk and everything like that. What was the big difference in those four years between putting Medina Lake to an end and realizing that actually we can do this again and you wanted to come back and, and be a full-time band? Man, that, that's a good question. I think, unfortunately, you know, the way the world is, is set up, it, it's not a fertile ground for um, artists in, in, any, in any respect, you know, whether you paint or, whether, you know, sculpt or what. Whatever, whatever art, yeah. other art forms there are. <laughs> that, no, that's them. That's them painting and sculpting the two. <laughs> sculpting. <laughs> Why that one? Um, now I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So 
it's really difficult to sustain a living doing it. Like, especially once DJs started coming around, you know, these DJs can just show up with a briefcase. Not even, they can just, you know, have their set in their pocket. And it's so expensive to tour that, like, we realized, you know, we all wanted, you know, we're starting to get married and we all wanted to start families and there's just no way to accommodate that. I mean, I can't even imagine being away from the funky little man, my son, for more than an hour, let alone a tour. But um, so in that, yeah, in that time, it was sort of um, Nathan and Mateo, they continued writing and they did, you know, they were writing for uh, like commercial spots and uh, sync placements and things like that. And I was uh, learning the, the charity industry, you know, just how it runs. So we, we launched charity bomb, which is, we, we serve a variety of constituents, but we, we naturally migrate towards mental health and, um, you know, we produce benefit shows. So that was our way to sort of stay connected to music and musicians. Actually, like those, those two posters there from two of the shows we've done, uh, strange eighties, strange nineties, where we, we get a bunch of rock stars, to form super groups and cover the anthems of an era. And then we pimp out the venue to, to replicate or recreate the atmosphere of that time. Sort of like um, that thing you guys do with, um, with the movie. What is it? Oh, uh, something secret cinema, secret cinema, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, you know, you do it and you're like, Oh, okay, great. I've got something, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. We love doing it and we devote everything to it. But then, when you get together again in a room and start playing, you're like, shit, this is, yeah. this is really, you know, what I love. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know that more than anyone. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. Just to let you know, if you're ever doing one of those charity shows in the UK and it's new metal based, <laughs> I am the Fred. I am the Fred to your Wes or whatever you need. I'll buy my own cap. I've got the voice down. I, it's on. Do a new metal one. But please, yeah, yeah, please bring those to the UK. I think it sounds a brilliant idea. Just imagine yeah, all the UK-based things. You should definitely, you yeah. You should try and organize one for the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I actually, I did. I was working for um, Help Musicians UK. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. They're, they're a great organization. Uh, I was working for during my time over there. Nice. And uh, I started to set one up. Long, long story. Um, but Brexit... Is what got me. Oh, oh, don't even. Oh, Brexit. Brexit. Oh, Here we go man. again. Thanks, Brexit. Oh, <laughs> what a, Ruining what, how do you feel about how do you feel about Brexit as a part-time <laughs> Brit? As a part-time Brit, how stupid do you think Brexit is? Yeah, it's it, it's pretty stupid. It's yeah, and the fact that they still want to go ahead with it in January after all of this shit has wiped out the economy. Go on, Britain, you stupid bunch of bastards. Oh, my it's God. Crazy. You know, the, the world has become such a bizarre place now. Everybody's become, I should say, the, like the, the very top, like the elite, have become so ironically intolerant. They're the most intolerant bunch, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. housing all this rhetoric about tolerance when they don't tolerate anything from anybody. I don't. I don't yeah. think anyone expected us to get the Brexit. That's um, that's quite an achievement. No. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, this is only the second one. I think this is the only second yeah. one where we brought up Brexit. And that was with an Australian. The first one was with an Australian. Yeah, so there we go. We've had loads of British. We've had loads of British people on. Nobody's mentioned it. Brilliant. But excellent. But anyway, but yeah, going so, back, I, I can imagine that, as you said, like that time away, you really missed the band so much and then when you were able to come back and do those kind of reunion shows it must have just felt such a, a great feeling to be back on stage again it absolutely was and um you know the one thing that was so great to reconnect with was or is the audience hmm. you know like the people we call the you know the people who support us you know we call them river people yeah and yeah. we've always been one of those bands who are very engaged you know with their we call them our family you know it's great because it's it's one of those situations where it's like not a day has gone by hmm. and you sort of yeah. you, you sort of grow up together so like you know we get we got to know a, a ton of them you know we've become friends with like hundreds of people and you know now they're getting married and they're having kids and it's yeah. just cool to see it's cool to see their yeah. updates on social media and uh, it, it's it's a wonderful feeling the whole thing you're like yeah this is what i was meant meant to do or at least yeah. it's most gratifying yeah but as you said you, you have had that connection with the fans as well and i feel straight from the moment you kind of came back people were there excited hungry to see you guys more than ever that must just be mind-blowing to know that you can have four years off and then still kind of pick it up and these army of fans are still eager to ask you when is new music coming out and what is the situation with the band yeah i it, it was it, it was astonishing i mean and it's funny because we had you know our our career arc o over there was was really unique it was like we, we our first tour over there was supporting we were first of four supporting paramore when paramore were playing theaters like uh, 1100 cap thousand cap rooms wow and like it, it caught on really quick and everything you know how it is it's like everything has to be aligned and then lightning has to strike right so yeah the odds are like nothing but in this in our circumstance it happened it just so happened that uh, the interest garnered from that paramore tour our agent was like well you know do a few more dates with um some other band with it wasn't 30 seconds to mars but it had a number number Ooh, here we go Num number bands um yeah. no um so some 41 <laughs> uh, i think it started with the number Three, and it was Green Day ninety eight sixty nine six nine Takashi six nine was it? Him? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Yeah, he probably wasn't even born. Nice. He probably, yeah, that was before he found Rainbow Day. Um, yeah, number um, band. Oh, so we went. Yeah, ca anyway, yeah, 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 carry on. Yeah, yeah, carry on. I'll be here forever. It's kind of like a rap band that wound up in the, in the Warp Tour. You know, three or three. Yeah. Three or three? Yes. Three or three? We got there. We got there. Three or three? Three or three? I thought that unbelievable. Was well done. <laughs> unbelievable, Morgan. You're allowed to be co-host for another Thank episode you. That next just week. That shows my Nemo, my Nemo, emo knowledge. <laughs> emo, yeah, emo dance rap yeah. knowledge. 
<laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. And we did. We did two like two shows with them, and then we keep, our agent was like, "Let's just book a, a headliner and, and see how it goes." You know, and we we're like, "Shit, are you, are you sure about that?" Yeah. And it just so happened that we got the cover of Kerrang and Rock Sound that came out wow. at the same time, and so it was like boom, you know, and then. So we sold that, like they kept upgrading the venues. Hmm. We got up to like 3,000 caps and for, for one tour. And then the next tour, we did the same rooms only a few weeks after that with supporting Coheed and Cambria. I don't know if you remember anything about no, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah you, I heard something about that. Yeah, yeah, you yes. heard about that. Yeah, something about that. I can't. I don't. Yeah, you don't, don't know if you around. I guess. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so yeah. after that, it, it was like something happened with our our you, the, our management wanted to break us in America because we were just kind of you know fledgling along, and they they kept us out of the UK market for for too long, and we were sort of arguing against that. But the point is of this ridiculously long story. <laughs> it's not no, it's been good. Thing. <laughs> um, no, it by, is. By the time we came back, it was like, you know, we were up here and it was like, you go yeah. went way down. Then we yeah. sort of caught, we caught it at like the 500 to 1,000 cap room. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. And anyway, so we thought that was it. We were just like a thing for a minute. So to the fact that we've got all these river creepers like still connected is yeah. Cool. I was going to say like you haven't, you haven't booked the tour over here yet, have you? Do you know, do you know what type size rooms you're going to be doing, or do you? So we do we do have one. There's one of them is a festival, and nice. then we're going to do. I I told our agent. Uh, I asked him to book uh, three cities. Uh, London, Manchester, and one other one. We'll see what that winds up being. <laughs> okay. And we'll do we'll we'll book thousand cap rooms and and see how it sells and and if it does well, we're going to add more. Nice, nice. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Was was the UK your major market then? Like yeah. back back before the breakup? Yeah, it was uh, Japan, Australia, and UK. That's awesome. Yeah, um, Japan is great. Oh, the best. Oh, the he, best. Don't get him started. He loves Japan and Australia. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Both of those are both of those are my two favorite countries. I think Japan and Australia. Did you guys do Soundwave? Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> um, yeah, Tokyo, my favorite city in the world. I think, and I then because um, that's like the future. And then you have got Osaka, then, which is like going five hundred years back in the past. Totally. <laughs> Um, and then it, Australia to me seemed like the best parts of America and Britain yeah yeah so well, well said that's yeah, the yeah. best day and then mm. I think America comes fourth don't tell Donald Trump because he'd be furious at that but oh, I think you're fourth I'm surprised yeah. we got that high <laughs> <laughs> no oh it's good it's better than Wales it's better than Wales and I'm living in Wales so there you go All right. <laughs> yeah Cool. Oh. But, uh, but just to clear a, a couple of things up, because you know I've noticed since 
coming back in 2017 a lot of people have been quite confused like in your comments on twitter and everything what is the actual status of medina lake now are you back as a full-time band for good or is it just a part-time thing what you're coming going in between other projects what what's the real real status ever now because obviously you've been teasing new music for quite a while but it's all ready to come out so yeah it's weird. we would always say this thing um you know to our to our river creepers that there will never be a last time that you see us and so what i had what i tried to do with our with our career at the time that we folded was manage to connect with enough people so that we could always have medina lake in our lives uh so what we're going to do is we're going to we can't our lives can't the circumstance of life uh, can't facilitate doing it full time. Hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna devote about a month a year to Medina. So we'll always be uh, writing and releasing new music, and then we'll do maybe five to ten shows a year. Cool. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that's probably that's a very clever way. Actually, I didn't think about doing it like that. That's give it a, a lot of people would. A lot, yeah, a lot of people would instantly go for oversaturation. I think. Yeah, but, yeah. But what you've done there is quite, quite clever because then, if people only know that you're doing ten shows a year, they've only got ten opportunities to see you as well. So, good point. Clever, but yeah. clever boys. <laughs> clever, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm learning. I'm learning today. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we've gone. Yeah, go right. yeah. This, this, um. I'm really interested to hear about this new EP, though, because obviously with the three albums Medina Lake put out in the past, everything was connected. There was a whole giant concept between the lyrics and the songs and the connection between every record. Yeah. Is the new EP following on from that, or is there a new narrative? Is it personal songs? What's the identity of, of these new tracks? Good question. So That's why he's the journalist. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, it it's called um the, the the new ep is called what the hell is it called <laughs> <laughs> the end of new beginnings nice good title and yeah so that's the the whole concept and, and the whole like sub narrative behind the van was it was like um it, it it was like an albatross on my back because you know i would be writing the actual narrative which you know we we I turned into a book hmm. after we finished the third record. It was such a ridiculously naive and, and pretentious ambition to think, you know, like, oh yeah, we're going to be this concept band and we're going to unfold this dramatic, you know, mystery over three records and we're going to hide clues and in, in the artwork and in the songs and everything. Anyway, and we did it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't believe that we sort of pulled it off. Um, yeah. I, I think that it, it's probably a little ambiguous, like what the whole thing was about, but what in the end, what it really came down to was life and, and, um, you know, values and, uh, love and family and, you know, the, just cutting away all the fat and the, the frivolous, the frivolity of life and connecting with yourself. Um, obviously it's a little you know there's it's very nuanced but 
it does it did of course leave an opening for something else so this does take on it, it does take on from there now nathan writes all the lyrics and it's hilarious for you guys because almost i would say if not every song almost every song is about mateo's bad relationships or my bad relationships <laughs> or his or his and so it's like you kind of have to dance around those <laughs> like i'd be like shit i knew i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah are you is, is the problem now going to be that all three of you are going to have exes reaching out going is this fucking line about me <laughs> <laughs> don't know it's it's and you're gonna be like, I don't know what he's talking about. It must yeah. have been one of his. It's nothing it's not, to do with me. It's his wife. You should see his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is so awkward though, because Matteo, uh, he records and you know engineers hmm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I'll just say, it. Um, playing with fire is about Matteo's ex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just to watch him engineer take after take you know how it is in the studio yeah. <laughs> hearing every word and like it's not angry enough be angry <laughs> yeah you're being too nice about her stop you're being not- so nice shout it harder I think he wanted to kill Nathan about it <laughs> <laughs> but now of course oh. it would be me because I told everyone what it's about <laughs> brilliant <laughs> nice well. yeah and, and and musically again is it just following on from what everyone's come to know and love from Adina Lake or have you added a new a twist as well is there more new influences yeah we we definitely I would say so it's going to be five songs three are uh, in the vein of playing with fire which which is in the vein of from them our first record Hmm. So so yeah, I think it's sort of you know reconnecting with with the roots. I don't know not to be cliche, but you know it's like it's like someone saying make some fucking noise on the stage. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, three of them are like that, and then we then we got a little self indulgent, you know, with the nice. with the song like just this big crazy journey song not the band journey but the song <laughs> going on a yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine nice. if you did a journey song? <laughs> but yeah oh, wow. some yeah. of it's really really heavy which is you know that's my joke. nice mm. not with yeah. the screaming like heavy with like sad but true heavy you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice you know you mentioned there the artwork side of medina lake there's so many kind of little secrets here and there and like clues to people linkedin obviously some people was just concentrating the music and like the sound there. But so many, I think so many of your fans love that side of it as well, that there was kind of this artistic world to dive into. Is it weird when you reflect on everything to see that kind of different fan base of people who have incorporated your music to you know, fit their lives and relationships or whatever, and then some others that are literally all about the storyline? Yeah, that's another great question. Like, you know, thank, thanks for, you know, being knowledgeable about... I'm sorry, I'm on the roll today. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. VIP of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when I was talking about that big cliff dive we did, <laughs> the, I think, you know, the the core that stuck, I think are probably, you know, the who you're talking about. We always felt like 
all the, these other bands had access to some marketing machine that we've never had access to. So, yeah. you know, like we would play a city, we would play like, you know, uh, Bristol or, or Cardiff or Nottingham or something. And, you know, a day after someone would post like, you guys should come to Nottingham. Yeah. I hate those. Yeah. I hate those. It's the worst. Um, yeah. But the, so have it. That, that's really nice of you to say and cool to hear you say that, that mm. people connected to that side of things is we definitely invested a lot of energy and time into that component. And, uh, we, we held ourselves accountable to it. So in the, the book that I wrote that puts it all together with the big reveal, I also put a part at the end that explains every, like it, it, it tells you about all the hidden things that we did, you know? And explains oh, it. Oh, nice. So nice. Because it, it always annoyed us uh, that some bands would just like read a road sign and turn it into a <laughs> lyric. I mean, and then take you know take credit for being like this eccentric artist with these brilliant lyrics that mean absolutely dog shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we were like, fuck it, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take credit for what you know what we came up with that we like. Yeah, I was going to ask if if there was any clues or any things you hidden that nobody found out about, but you just said that you kind of outdid yourself with the book. So, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was almost like, you know, all right, here, I'm going to take credit for all this. So, whatever yeah. I was. <laughs> Basically going, oh, you bastards, you didn't realize this bit. Yeah, you missed this one. Focus. <laughs> You don't know how long it took me to get that involved. <laughs> ah! You know how brilliant that idea was. <laughs> you don't know how brilliant I am. <laughs> I misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but with these new songs, is there any artistic you know, side things that you're hoping to release with it as well? You know, another book, another cover call music videos. What, what's the what's the plan that side of things? Yeah, we, we can't help ourselves. So, you know, <laughs> nice. It's like awesome. Yeah, I don't know if it's bass player syndrome, <laughs> needing attention, or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're, brilliant. We're gonna do something, but we're also the worst at. Like, I mean, we we've had a lot of these songs, eighty percent done for a long time. <laughs> If you look back on our Twitter or something, I mean, I think we probably said two years ago, oh, new EP yeah. coming out in a month. <laughs> yeah. you know? So it takes us a while to get things together. But when, when we finally do, it, it, it winds up working in the end. It requires nice. a leap of faith, though, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of where my band is now. We've just recorded four songs. Um, we got one out already, and yeah, we're just kind of uh, kind of stuck now because we were like, oh, we, well, we were originally going to put one out April Fool's Day, <laughs> and then um, yeah, lockdown happened, and we were kind of like, is this a good time? And then our worry is this: if we put a song out now, that we won't. We well, if we put a song out back then, we wouldn't get to play it for. 
couple of months or whatever maybe longer so would people be fed up of it by then or just not bother with it but um, yeah I think it's like you said it's a leap of faith and I think when we get these mixes back now I think we're eager to get it up and out and see what I'm excited to see what people think but I can't wait to hear it actually I mean that's I, I didn't I didn't know pardon me for not knowing that no that no, that's fine. Nobody knows. <laughs> I've got a podcast. That's, I've got a podcast that's doing quite well. No, still nobody. And I mention, I probably mention a band every week. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. It's like I start talking about the band and people just go, "Oh, it was." Um, what's this? <laughs> He's talking about himself again. Um, but yeah, it's a really exciting time for you. How soon do you think all of this is going to be over? I think that it's going to. Yeah, everybody's talking about how oh, things are never going to go back to the way they were. This, you know, it's going to be months and before anything opens up. From what I do now with the with the charity, uh, I'm I'm constantly working with agents and managers, so I know like the inside scoop of the industry. Their conjecture is like, oh, no shows till 2021. But I think that I think what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to find a cure for this like an antibody they're going to rush it through the fda which is like our um yeah. what's the equivalent of uh, that was back when you guys were reaching out with the eu anyway <laughs> uh, yeah oh, the good old days the good yeah, old days funnily enough we are they, yeah they're talking about stripping away uh the food rights as well so yeah welcome yeah chlorinated chicken we can't wait yeah, right. we can't wait you're gonna love it <laughs> so i think they're gonna they're gonna rush yeah. this thing through and i think it's gonna flip everything like that yeah when people say they don't see it going back to normal i don't see that i see people are already too eager to get back to normal like right i've seen a lot of people a lot of people who like talked about brexit right yeah. as if that was like world war three and they would be oh, like oh we made it through world war one and world through world war two yeah but now those same old people right who keep talking about world war two when people would have had to have stayed in their house so they didn't get bombed right <laughs> are finding it difficult to stay in ah which one is it? Is it the World War II blitz spirit yeah. of us all bonding together and getting this done? Yeah. Or is it, oh, i got to fucking go out, there's a barbecue. <laughs> like, which one is it? It's mental. Totally. I'm finding it mad. But, but people are too eager. And I think, yeah, as soon as, as, soon as one place just goes, fuck it, I'm going to put a gig on, I think people will run to it. Oh. It'll make it worse and more people will die, yeah. but people will run to it, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm busting for a gig. <laughs> Morgan will be the first one there <laughs> now. The <laughs> Coughing over everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I agree. There's going to be this like jubilant renaissance, right? I mean, yeah. you know, like the, the laws of depravity, you know, when, when you don't have something you want for so long and then you finally get it, it's like that just, you know, that rejuvenating explosion of enthusiasm. I think it's been yeah. fantastic. I think I'm kind of stuck now between wanting to be one of the first gigs back, because imagine how insane it's going to be. Oh, man. But also, but also, maybe give it a couple of weeks, <laughs> see how many people die from the gigs, oh. and then I'll think about, and then maybe I'll think about gigging again. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck because, <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's a paradox. <laughs> yeah. 
can I have the best gig of my life but die a fortnight later? Or do I wait three weeks after everybody else has had the gigs and a couple of people have died and it's all over and then I just carry on doing normal gigs? I don't know. I don't know. It's always... Someone yeah, it's stuck like ah, fuck it, in it, whatever, <laughs> fuck it. But. Oh wow! Well, I hope it does sort itself out soon because I would love to see me doing a lake back in the UK for the for these yes. for these scheduled shows. So hopefully, yes, we would. All this can happen. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, it's funny because you know the six months here and there that Vic and I are in uh, a funky little man. I'm a family now, so we're <laughs> yeah. Love it. yeah. We were supposed to fly back uh, March, the uh, March twenty sixth, and they can't. Ooh. Yeah, oh, close, okay. so close. Yeah, oh. yeah. You know, I I feel so bad for for her because you know, of course she's she's homesick. You know, she she's away from her family and and her friends. I mean, she's been she's been doing tremendously well about it because you know you guys don't know how to express your emotions. <laughs> Nah. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. We'll have a cue. Everything. We'll cue. Nothing. We'll get through it. Everything is fine. Yeah. Math. Everything's fine. In fact, if you ask me again, <laughs> if you ask me again, things will still be fine, but they'll seem worse. <laughs> worse for you. Yeah. Everything will still be fine for me, but things will be worse for you. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're all British and trying to be polite, but uh, also hiding our emotions at all times. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know, we spend a lot of time over there with the band, but until you live among a culture, then you don't understand the nuances. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, it's just the, like those kinds of things I find so. How do, yeah, how how do you find Manchester when you're uh, there for six months? Is it? Uh, are you enjoying your time in Manchester? <laughs> Okay, I, I I love this city because it's very similar to Chicago, which is you know my our home. You know, it's where I spent yeah. grew up, spent most of my life. But it it just no matter where you are, if your homies and your family aren't around, I find especially at this age in life, which is really old, <laughs> it's, it's hard to plant new roots. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's something that's it's unfortunate. That big, it's like the only thing that um, that's that's difficult about our marriage, you know, is having that balance. Yeah. So, but I, I I love it, and I, I love you know I love the culture over there. I mean, it was it made perfect sense to everybody in my life that I married a Brit. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she she she's awesome as well. So good job. Good and job. Grand. Yeah. You yeah. Know, after. A lifetime of dysfunctional relationships. I mean, like Jesus Christ, you wouldn't believe. This is the first healthy functional relationship I've ever been in. I was like, whoa, whoa, they relationship you like this what we're not constantly arguing yeah you don't want that's what it was Uh, for the first couple of years you were like "Eh, what how can everything always be fine (laughs) (laughs) that's what it was you didn't realize you didn't realize the british sarcasm that's what (laughs) this relationship is brilliant yes everything is fine see Genius, incredible! It's like you know, oh. I always be with Nathan, you know, because he has a hard time, like 
Uh, Jesus, this is when I should just live it. <laughs> well, you can if you want. It's fine. It's fine. Not in my it's name, fine if you want. It. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. Man. It's all good. Let's just say it's not. It's not that easy for him to, you know, get alone time or to like go out with the guys. Okay. Can all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Vince, yeah. like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Like, don't you have any? She actually made me get friends in Manchester. She's like, we're going out on Thursday. My friend is bringing a bunch of her guy friends. You're gonna. It was like a blind date for fellas. It was like a fella blind date. Yeah, Yeah. and and it worked. I made a friend. He's awesome. Yeah, from from us in Manchester. Oh, nice. But of course now with the with the new single as well, is there any celebration we can expect while you're in quarantine? Have you got any uh, ideas on how you're really gonna be pushing this single now? Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're doing a lot more, um, you know, online stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Finally figured it out. <laughs> Social media is getting pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to? This internet's really going to take off over the next few yeah, years. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting my chips on this. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yeah. do. We're all. Uh, well, you know, Nathan lives right over there, and Mateo lives. He lives in Colombia, the country, and uh, wow. Chris, drummer Chris, lives in Nashville. So we're gonna we're figuring out how we can do a Zoom live performance. Like wow. we're dealing with the latency issues now, which I yeah. think that Does we can overcome. But my standard my standard of quality is perhaps a little lower than Mateo. Yeah, how does how will. Sh- to me, it would seem like as long as the drummer starts playing and you all can hear him yeah. and you just play along to what you can hear, yeah. surely you'll all be in time. I would think so. <laughs> as, I, I haven't tried it, so I don't know. Have you yeah. tried it yet? Uh, yeah. Oh, d- I was it, does it work? <laughs> I didn't oh, see there you that. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but I can hear it fine. So yeah, we're going we'll to be doing a lot of stuff like that. Um, just a lot more online uh, presence. I mean, it, you know, We've been so busy with like producing these shows and and uh, running the charity. Mm. It's a yeah. lot of work. Oh my god! You I can imagine. I yeah. Imagine. So, and then you know having everybody in different different countries, but we're we're all equally enthusiastic about being like, doing this again. I mean, you know, like I said, we did. We're so sheepish and insecure. I mean, you know, you know what it's like being in a band. You never. You think that you have no fans always you know what i mean oh yeah like zero yeah. maybe one in toledo ohio maybe one <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's always toledo yeah but when you, uh, you know, when people responded positively i mean you know everyone got it really re-energized everybody so we're, we're thrilled and awesome it's, it's fucking so good to you and it's so nice to see you yeah no, it is. Um, and it's super good to see you happy and i'm glad the family's doing well Thanks. Um, let us know when you're over next, and I'll come up to Manchester and we'll hang out or whatever. It'll be uh, yeah, I'd love that. be nice. Let's definitely do that. Where, where are you guys? You're South Wales. Yeah, but it's it's only three hours or whatever. I can drive up. Right. Oh, well, if we're if we're allowed out, yeah. I, if we're ever allowed out again, I'll yeah. drive up. It's not far. We we'll hang out. Um, yeah, we we'll go out in Manchester. Yeah, we'll go to Satan's Hollow. Vic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told me. <laughs> oh yeah, wait. 
Yeah, thanks so much for taking the time, man. It's been absolutely great to see you. I'm so excited for these new songs. I'm so happy we're doing it yeah. back. And yeah, hopefully we can all hang out at a, a show in the UK very soon. Man, yes, please. Thank you. Thank you so much for reaching out. Congrats um, on the podcast. And, cheers. you know, we, we've always just, not to be tangential, but uh, we've always felt a kinship with you guys. Hmm. Uh, we feel oh, like you. you know we had um, you know similar experiences. And, yeah. Uh, so it, it well, actually, and I'd completely forgotten about this, but I, I googled it earlier. I typed in Medina Lake, the blackout, to see how many things we did together. And there's literally on YouTube, there's me and Gavin from the blackout interviewing you and Nathan. So this is no, technically our second, yeah, technically our second interview, and I had as many questions written down for this one as I did the last one, which is none whatsoever. I was reading off a sheet. Do it. It must have been for a, it must have been for like a different website, and they were like, "Oh, can you interview the other band?" So it's just me going, "How are you enjoying the tour so far?" But like reading, like reading, like a a a nursery level. What do you think about your new album? Like, oh, just terrible. Fuck me, slang. (laughs) Up the apples and pears. What does that mean? (laughs) Mental. But yeah, again, super good to see you. Yeah, Um, you guys. Let's definitely hang out when you when 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 we can. That would be awesome. I'm very awesome. much looking forward to it. Have a nice, safe yes. quarantine. Thank we'll you very much. You too. Cheers, man. Thanks so much. Awesome. Well done. Thank you very much again to Matthew from Medina Lake. Yes. Um, it, it was super, super good to see him. And it was, yeah, it was good to hear him. But it, I think it was even better that I got to see him there then because uh, I haven't seen him for years and years and years and it was good to see him doing well and i'm super super glad he's made like a full recovery after um after that attack he went through oh so, yeah um yeah and it was literally it was an absolute pleasure to uh interact with him again and reconnecting everything i will take up all those offers to hang out in manchester when he's back over and again when i'm allowed out the house yes can you tell um, this is driving me crazy it's driving all of us crazy i think but um everyone Everyone I know is going mm. mad from it. Um, but I am very excited that Medina Lake are back with new music now. Playing yes. with Fire is available on all streaming platforms. So at the end of this, go and listen. He's teased the EP all the way throughout the episode. So make sure you follow Medina Lake on all their social media pages to keep up to date with that. And that UK tour that will hopefully happen sometime soon. You can find me in the pit for probably multiple of those shows because as soon as again as you can tell as soon as we're allowed out i'm gonna go full mosh are you i'm a bit scared i think well i say i know i'm not i'm not scared because i'll i'll still be licking people's faces like but um, (laughs) wow okay yeah yeah looking back and now fair play um yeah i'm i'm kind of i don't know what people are going to do like are people going to run back to gatherings or are people going to be scared to be really close to people or i think it's a bit of both um yeah i, I think i'm going to be half and half to be honest i think <laughs> first couple of weeks are going to be weird aren't they? but until then 
let's all just enjoy ourselves with New Medina Lake. I think literally yes. um, they're one of the most, I think it's safe to say, one of the most underrated bands of that scene in that time as well. I think they don't get enough credit for their connection with fans and everything they had uh, in that time. So again, massive pleasure to have Matthew on to talk all about that. I'm so glad to see them back at it. But speaking of keeping up to date with things on social media, what's a good place to keep up to things with our social media, Sean? Um, if you go to Twitter or Instagram, mm. you can go to at Pod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. At S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Also, while we're on this subject, yeah. before we start talking about the Patreon, uh, Amadine in the Patreon group sent um, <laughs> a, vid- a video the other day, doing it, apparently doing an impression of me doing... That bit there where I do the Sapling Pod um, you sing the little socials songs? readout. Yeah, but the problem with that impression is they don't sound anything like me. They sound like themselves. Um, so here's me doing my impression of Armandine doing an impression of me. Uh, oh, here we go. At S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. There you go. Nail it. Nail it. 20 uh, French people. I'm super sorry about that accent. I can't believe. Um, what's, what's happened here? You think I've gone well, crazy from isolation. Are you okay? I'm getting bullied online um, for my accent. So I'm, I'm taking one back for the team. So, Take that, France. Okay, I'm just glad no one's doing impressions of me because nobody wants to see that. Um, but speaking of... I'd love to, I would love to see that. If what? anybody could do an impression of Morgan, please send it to us at Sapnin Pod on Instagram, or Twitter. DM me if you need to, at Sean Smith Sex. <laughs> I need to see these episodes and then ultimately make a compilation of them to embarrass Morgan. Okay, so well, you can check bring out... Bring them on. You can check out all the photos of me you want on my Instagram, at mhrichards underscore, as well as my Twitter. But why are we doing all this Sean let's just talk about the lovely Patreon people who help make this podcast happen if you want to become one of them not you the people listening then head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin it's a wonderful community we love every single person in there and we appreciate them so much at these difficult times you will feel loved you're making new best friends you'll have random memes zoom calls and conversations about literally the wildest things and <laughs> it's all it's wild. all it's all a great laugh so why not take time to join up patreon.com forward slash sapnin yes check them out yes and why we're saying thank you to them of course if you check out the description of this episode there's a load of names that we need to thank they all mean a lot to us but we need to give a massive gigantic very important shout out to the elite members of our patreon community those are the top tiers and they are the names that follow Right, they've ch- they've changed all their names again. So here we go. Uh, thank you very much to Mayumi Liwei, Kylie. Don't take me to church. I'll get arrested again. Wheeler, Mitch Perry. Oh, here we go. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Thank you very much to Bert. Emma Barber, Shaniqua Hold My Earrings, Dana Lasnova, Amadine Urbana, The Terrible Impressionist. I'm so bored, I can't think of something dumb for Sean to read out. <laughs> Drew Wa Diddy Diddy Dum Diddy Do Styles. I love that one. <laughs> Sam Spray, Dilly, What Size Are Mo Dick's Window Rags Grimwood? Whoa! Nathan Crawshaw, Kelly Welly Woo Wa Young, Kelly Ewan, Scarlett Charlton, Michael Engler, Kate Puttock, Simon Amos, Jenny, I'll shoot you before I shoot my cat monster, Kate Stevenson, 
Amy Don't Feed Me to the Tigers Campion, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Caden Dedudston, Martina McManus, Erin Howard, John and Emma, Paul Hirschfield's OnlyFans launch in May the 8th, free teaser pick for every DM. <laughs> Bear in mind, that's not Paul Hirschfield. Right? <laughs> Louis Cook, Marcy Jacobson, Freaky for the Cheekies. <laughs> Freaky for the cheekies Sarah Stewart Jordan Burchard Mike Cunningham Jamie O'Jamie Paddy the Magnificent Dixie Normas I'll say that again That was Dixie Normas Kelly Emma Cannon Livy Cropper Paul Go Fuck Yourself San Diego Hirschfield James McNaught Lydia Henderson Chester Nosedewey Amy Thomas Scott My week's going as quick as Morgan's internet connection Jones <laughs> Tallulah Grant, Stuart McNaught, Tony Michael, Jenny Robinson, Jamie Bluer, Sarah, how big are your curtains, Morg? James, Craig Harris, L, how big are Morgan's curtains, Douglas? They've had the same idea. Becky San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina, Mayoko. Sandra, here we go. She messaged me about this saying, good luck saying my surname. Thank you very much to Sandra Kuchachik. Kuchachuk. I'm putting that out there. You were doing it next week. Oh, God. Kucha- uh, no, Chuchachik. Chuchachuk. Sandra Chuchachuk. Oh, my God. I sound mental. And last, <laughs> by no means least, thank you very much to uh, frontline worker Samuel Griffiths. Thank you very much yes. for being a Patreon. But also, thank you very much for your work you do for the hospital as well. Aww. But thank you very much to all those people, to anybody that's involved in the Patreon whatsoever. Thank you very much. We appreciate your support and love. And, yeah, we, we, we are literally feeling it more than ever so thank you very much you're all legends yes stay classy patriots happening patreons i see what you've done you've yeah. brought up another um, ron burgundy yeah and just to say i don't know why everyone's fixated on my curtains for okay um that is a form mm. of online bullying as well and um if you want to help me get new curtains so i don't get bullied <laughs> patreon.com for us happening ha <laughs> Because all of the money that we make, I say all of the money, like it's billions of pounds. Any money we make from the Patreon goes back into furnishing Morgan's bedroom. Yep. Well, you know, if all these A-list rock superstars are going to be looking into my bedroom now, Sean, we need to um, jazz it up a bit. Yeah, I was worried about um, a bird scene of curtains, but mm. curtains. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, imagine if every week you had curtains with the guest's head on them. I think that would freak him out. Yeah, it probably would, yeah. Probably be a good laugh for. It would be. I'd like to see their faces. I'd, I'd start screen recording just so I could get but, their faces. But I feel like they would hang up. That's the thing with doing these now remotely. Yeah, they, that's true. They can hang up. Where before, like normally, they've got to get, actually get up and leave, and that's a lot of effort. Yeah, they've got to physically move away from yeah, us, and but they can't do that. They can't do that yeah. now. Um, but yes, thank you to everyone listening to this podcast. Thank you to all our amazing Patreons. If you'd like to share it, and we hope you do, everywhere, oh, please. everywhere you possibly can, you might want a word of the week. So normally we struggle to think of this part of the podcast, yes, but do. we've put it as an extra on our Patreon page, which gives you even more incentive to check it out. I've had a look at some of the answers for word of the week, and I'm going with don't inject bleach. That's hashtag don't inject bleach. 
Yeah, so um, I think we're all past the moment now where Donald Trump uh, definitely said about trying to find a way to inject disinfectant like a nutter. So yeah, yeah. So don't drink bleach is the word of this week. That's Share also for- our advice for life. Um, that, yeah, you know, that it goes- is. It is very much. Oh, just before we go, one more thing. I just want to say a massive, massive shout out to um, my good friend Thomas DeLong. Oh yeah, because. Uh, early this week or last week or late la- late last week or early this week the US government declassified the videos that Tom DeLong has been going around showing people saying are UFOs and they've declassified them and the Americans have admitted that they it's nothing to do with them and they don't know who it's to do with and it couldn't be other foreign militaries so that's UFOs so I don't know how but for some reason uh, and some way the fact that UFOs exist and are visiting Earth literally went under the radar last week. So I just want to make you all aware of that. Please, please check it out online. He did say aliens exist with Blink-182 like years ago. I don't think anyone took him seriously. Um, but why are you shouting yeah, him out? Yeah, that's because he was also singing songs about um, having sexual relations <laughs> with, with dogs. dogs yeah, he was. He was, yeah. to be fair. So, but why are you shouting him out? I do want to shout out Angels on Airwaves because their news tracks are absolutely amazing. And our friend Matt Rabano for providing top Instagram content in lockdown. Yes, absolute legend. Hopefully we'll have Matthew Rubano on soon. I'd like to do that. I'd like to see him face-to-face and talk all about the mad bands he's been in. Anyway, this has gone on long enough. Thank you to everyone for listening. Share it with all your friends, your loved ones, your enemies, your family, your neighbours. Even though you can't interact with them, you can send the messages about the podcast. That works. Anyway, thanks again to Matthew from Medina Lake. Very happy about their back. Very thank you. Very thank Yeah, very thank you to Sean. Very thank you. Very thank you. Very thank you. Thank you to um, Sean for not taking the mick out of all the wrong words I say in life. Uh, thank you to my curtains for keeping the darkness away. Jesus Christ. Are you dying? <laughs> Are you dying? What's this? Just shut up and end the podcast for God's sake. Okay, see you next Friday. All right, tell up. Slap me! Slap me! Ah, this fucking lockdown, man. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.